Welcome to the DNA Conversations, um, you know, our podcast series. And today we talk about outsourcing services, where one of the creative entrepreneurs in our ecosystem shares their wisdom on a facet of entrepreneurship that really helps us break down those barriers to success. I'm Alan, and today I'm talking about outsourcing services with our fellow CE and founder, Angelo. Hi, Angelo. Hi, hi, Alan. Hi, listeners. Excited to be here today. Angelo is the founder of a web and software development agency with a great love for developing custom and complex web apps, platforms and software. He is all about custom solutions um, and those are created to address the client's unique requirements. Angelo, will you kick us off with some clarity? What is outsourcing services all about in a way, especially in the business sense? Yeah, thanks, Alan. Um so when we talk about outsourcing services and i specifically refer to the web and software development services that we offer it's typically where a client has a requirement for certain services and they don't have the skills in-house or they do have certain skills in-house but they maybe don't have capacity in-house so what they do is they look to um, they look to basically engage a, a service provider and these service providers typically are able to provide these services on an outsourced basis. So it could be, you know, project-based or retainer-based, but essentially it's it's taking that sort of headache away from the client and then providing the service and, you know, all the sort of encompassing processes and systems around that that basically help the client achieve their goal of, of getting whatever it is that they want completed, completed. How did you even come across this topic of outsourcing services? What's your backstory? Um, so outsourcing services, you know, it, it is actually fairly common, right? It's, it's especially now, you know, with the internet becoming more and more available to companies, it's, it's a lot more common. So our backstory is that we, you know, back in the day, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, we had uh, some companies reach out to us specifically from the UK um, and and basically they needed some development work done. They were more project managers and designers and they needed a very good development team to finish a project or complete the development part of a project. And then basically we engaged with them, we understood their requirements and then we we delivered on what they needed. We helped them launch it and then we supported it, you know, once it was live. And ever since then, you know, we've been quite involved with outsourcing our services to companies both in South Africa and overseas. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's something that we've been involved with for many, many years and we'll continue to, to do so. Mm, so it sounds to me it's very much bespoke development that you guys do and, you know, from previous conversations, you, you know, it's not just the coding, you guys actually do some research, you you investigate, you diagnose, and I know that's something that's close to you, is really figuring out the problem and coming up with a solution, not just responding and giving what they asked for. You once mentioned to me, you know, somebody says you need to um, buy a new lawnmower. Is that really the answer? I remember using that example. Is that the answer? Why do they need a lawnmower? Can we fix the one? Do they even need a lawnmower? And that's what I really admire about your story, the way you guys approach that, um, that whole outsourcing 
all-encompassing process offering that you have? Yeah, yeah, spot on. So typically, a lot of companies are not as tech savvy as we are, or some are like really not tech savvy at all. And so they don't really have the sort of skills, experience, and knowledge to make certain tech decisions, right? So we we basically position ourselves, yes, we're a service provider, but we position ourselves as a technology partner or a tech partner to our clients. And what that means is we basically hold their hand through the journey of the entire process. You know, so we help them make decisions on different technologies to use, different features and functionality, and then basically making sure that the clients looked after and that at the end of the day, what we've built and designed and created for them will, will really serve their needs for now and in the future. So it's, it's yeah, it's, it's basically um, treating their business or their scenario, their requirements as if it was our own business. How would we treat it? you know, as if we were asking those questions and we, we, you know, basically help them and guide them along the way, the same, the same way, you know, they, they don't really have this, those sort of skills. And I think the analogy I used was a, a sort of a mechanic of a car and you kind of rely on the mechanic to give you sound advice, to tell you, Hey, you know, you need to change this fan belt in the next service. You need to look out for your clutch. It's maybe going to, you know, break, so not just taking instructions from a client, but also giving them that feedback, that um, that insight based on our experience and, and our knowledge in the industry. You know, that there lies a good lesson for the rest of us. Um, you know, especially when it comes to software in the modern age, it's really the crux of what we do. Um, and so it's so important to spend time and find somebody that looks beyond and try and figure it out. So yeah, I can fully associate with that, Angelo. Um, I want to ask you, is outsourcing services something that I as a founder should consider? Um, and look, it depends on on the business, right? So, you know, certain founders may have a requirement to build some sort of software or web application or complex website. So if they're not in the industry, I think they would definitely consider outsourcing because they're not going to hire a team, you know, they wouldn't know where to start and how to set up all the processes and systems in place with developing projects. You know, even some agencies that are slightly in our industry, maybe they're more design focused or marketing focused, or even maybe building sort of simple websites, even they will struggle to really put together all the systems and processes and the team and the management of the team to make sure that that a project is is um, successfully executed, so definitely I think they would consider outsourcing um, if they don't have those skills and the knowledge in house. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, so on that, I think you touched on one or two of them. What are the benefits of this outsourcing of services? Sure. So yeah, as per my previous answer. Um, you know, it's costly to kind of build your own team and upskill them and put in all the processes. So I think from a, a financial point of view, it's beneficial to to outsource, you know, these types of services. So that's the one thing. Um, the other thing is that often these projects kind of start, they run for a period and they stop. So 
companies that are looking to outsource, they just want to have a solution that that will fit them and be able to sort of scale up, you know, while they need this development requirements. And then once the project is finished and maybe there's a, a smaller requirement for maybe support and maintenance, that the service provider can basically scale up and scale down their resources and increase the kind of speed to get things done and be flexible, you know, to the client's requirements. Um, yeah, and obviously the risk, I think the risk is also a big benefit that, you know, by partnering or outsourcing with a tech partner that's delivered in the past, that's got really, really good experience and credentials, you know, they, they minimize the risk of a project failure and they they can also focus on their core business, knowing that the company that they've appointed as the outsource provider was, is going to run on the project, deliver it, and then, you know, make sure that the the project is successfully completed as to the the, the requirements of the of the client and you know from what i've experienced is when you outsource specifically now in your field software development tech is something that changes all the time and you can get left behind so quickly and what i found antelo is when you outsource that aspect of the business to the people that specialize in it. They are abreast of what's going on. They they in trends, etc., etc., And they have that out, outside view of what I'm trying to do in my organization. So I think that's a great benefit, added value that this type of model, you know, can bring to the party. Um, if I really consider this and I know now some of the benefits, what are some of the questions I should be asking myself, you know, if I consider this approach? So when a founder or a company wants to outsource, they want to know that the company that they're appointing to do whatever it is, the project that, that's been, been assigned, that it's going to be done properly, that there's going to be good communication, um, and that the, you know, all the expectations are clear, the scope of work is clear. So the questions are, you know, that, that the founder should be asking themselves is, you know, has this company, how long have they been in the industry? You know, is it a fly by night? Have they just started? Are they working out of a garage? Are they just taking on any work because they're desperate? And then, you know, maybe they're not even going to deliver. Do they have proper systems and processes in place? You know, when, especially like outsourcing and, and especially, if, you know, when it's overseas companies outsourcing to companies based in different territories, you know, there's a big reliance on honesty and, you know, thorough communication and transparency. So is this company going to communicate? Do they have systems in place to, you know, give project visibility? Um, have they got a track record? You know, do they have case studies and even testimonials or maybe reviews of other clients who've had similar requirements that have gone through the same process with that company and they can even maybe share their experience? Um, because that'll go a long way to, to confirming that a company can deliver and has delivered in the past. Um, yeah, so I think those are the main questions I think someone who's considering outsourcing should be asking. You know, they just, you know, these kinds of questions, you know, are sort of covering the basis to ensure that I've done a bit of due diligence. This company is legitimate. They've been around. They do offer the services that I want. They've delivered, they've proven that. I can even see examples of their work. Um, you know, feel free to kind of 
chat to them multiple times, you know, to really make sure that you're happy before you pull the trigger because it is a big decision and then you don't want to make the wrong decision. Yeah, and it's uh, more often than not, it's a long-term commitment. Uh, another thing that comes to mind, some of the things I should be asking myself as the founder is you mentioned it earlier, you know, how long is this project going to be? Is it worth it appointing my own people or is it smart to move to outsource the software, if it's software, for example, um, rather outsource that? Um, how much, what impact is it going to have on myself and my team if I do it myself as opposed to the outsourcing? So I think it's very valid. Um, and you mentioned there, especially focus on them before I make the commitment um, because it's still my business and I have a responsibility to it. So that's very valuable. Thank you. And on sure. that, um, any final pearls of wisdom that you would like to share with us on this topic? Sure. Um, I think I think for, for us, some of the, the, the things that are quite key to consider are, you know, things like time zone. You know, are, is the client and service provider in a similar time zone? You know, how often is communication needed? Because, you know, you don't always have to be in the same time zone, but if they're not, then how do you sort of establish a a way of working that, that, that the team can communicate and deliver and send updates that will be suited to the client? Um, yeah, uh, other pools of wisdom could also be... You know, culture, is, is it a similar culture, you know, in terms of like understanding how business is done, how to deal with, you know, scenarios when maybe there's a problem, you know, what, what, how do those things get addressed? So it's, it's worthwhile talking about those things to the service provider, you know, what happens if my project's running late, how would you deal with it? Or what if there's a delay for some reason? So I think those are also important conversations to have, um, yeah, and but I think just making sure that you kind of do the due diligence that's needed before putting the trigger and even make sure that the contracts are, are sound and that you're happy before you you, you, you sign any contract that, that the contract states basically that the way you want to work and the way the service writer wants to work, you know, you both both parties are happy um, with, with that. Um, yeah, otherwise I think... I think that's those are the most important things I would say besides the things I've mentioned previously. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if anyone is interested, you know, Alan, you obviously can share my details if there are any questions. But I think the answers hopefully help people that are considering outsourcing and have approached the subject before to make better decisions. No, most certainly. And, you know, thanks, Angela, you mentioned some very good and valid points. The culture, the time zones we often forget about. Um, is it a team fit? You know, I still have responsibilities. I found it to my own team members here. Make sure those are in place. Um, you know, I think important message you bring across is don't make hasty decisions. It's a long-term commission, um, you know, commitment actually and I'd rather make sure you find the right person so on that for everybody listening uh, thank you very much we appreciate your time and I really hope this has sparked some new ideas uh, on this quest that you have to make a success of your business
And if you want to find out more on this topic or any software-related um, conversations, please have a look at, at um, Angela's profile on your website. You will find it there under software development. Or just contact me. Um, send me an email. You can send us an email at email at dna.coza. And I'll gladly put you in touch with Angelo and to see how he can help you guys. Um, so thanks, Angelo, again for your time today. It's really appreciated and some very important things you highlighted. And we value your input. Great. Thanks. Thanks, Alan. Appreciate and, it. Yeah, it was most interesting. And um, we'll be back soon with more thought-provoking expertise for founders. So until then, have a good one.